you're planning a wedding and looking for some insight and a laugh and a promise you'll make it down the aisle. Engage the podcast. What real couples learned while planning their wedding. Hey guys, it's Callie and Ryan. We are back from our honeymoon post-wedding and ready to dive into all the dirty details. This is the last episode of the podcast, which means... We get to party! Yeah, we're almost done with like the full wedding process. I feel like this and a few thank you notes is probably our closure right now. Definitely. So even though we're a little sad to see it go, I think we both took this on as a personal project and I think that it's been a really interesting cool experience for us. So today we're just going to talk a little bit about obviously our wedding. In the previous episode, if you haven't listened to it, we talked about some of the things we were worrying about and stressed about, what we were looking forward to the most. Um, So we'll kind of touch on those things and see sort of what ended up happening and whether those kind of lined up. Is that the way to say that? Mm-hmm. And I think we're all, we'll also talk about our experience planning a wedding for more than a year and talking with other people who have planned a wedding for more than a year and maybe end up with a couple somewhat smart insights or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, okay. So I feel like it'd be kind of nice now that we've done everything. I know that we've touched on our wedding and and kind of the details of it in pieces here and there throughout the episodes, but maybe it'd be good just to give you guys kind of a quick overview of basically what our wedding looked like. So I think to sum up the vibe of the wedding um, was it was kind of, it wasn't a big wedding, but it was, um, you know, there were a couple hundred people, like what? No, we had like 125 people actually. Yeah, not a couple hundred. It was a medium-sized wedding, let's say, and I think we, it was um, sort of a semi-formal wedding. We didn't do a dinner, um, an official sort of sit-down dinner. It was more casual. We wanted to focus on the party part of it and really just have a good time. Um, We had an outdoor ceremony that was really beautiful, and we had some sort of like aesthetic, like moody, cool fall vibes going, which um, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And we had a kick-ass band. We had a great and band. And a really cool venue in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And the ceremony was around 3. The reception started at around 5.30. And then we just partied it up. Okay, so in the last episode, we touched on some of the things that we were worried about going into the wedding. Um, we talked about the weather since, like we said, our ceremony was outside. We were, it was definitely supposed to rain, and it did rain for most of the day. Um, it ended up not raining for that specific, like, 30 to 45 minutes, which was great. It all totally worked out, which, by the way, said it would. You did. Somehow you were totally right about that. And apparently it's better if there's clouds in the sky for pictures, they tell us. So we're told. And it was very cloudy, um, but it didn't actually rain, which was great. And there were about 20 umbrellas around, if need be, that were purchased with great uh, drama that morning, or was it Friday morning or something? Your bridesmaids were running around trying to buy umbrellas. Yeah, it was one of those things where as long as you're prepared, it won't happen, but if you don't have any umbrellas, then it's 100% going to rain. Yeah, yeah. 
So we were worried about that. That didn't end up happening. That was good. So I was also worried about wearing heels since I never wear heels. This was kind of like a small worry, um, just worrying about walking around and dancing and everything. I, I didn't dance that much with my heels on anyway, which in retrospect, I kind of knew I wouldn't because there's just no way. They were really tall and they were hurting my feet, but nobody fell. That was good. No, you know, dramatic accidents or anything. Um, what else were you worried about? The weather was my main thing. So I, afterwards, and this I think is probably a very common thing that people feel after weddings, but I was having a lot of anxiety and guilt about the fact that I didn't talk to everyone and I was thinking of some specific people who for whatever reason popped into my mind and I thought oh I didn't talk enough to that person I barely said hello to this person did this person have any fun they weren't really dancing or I don't know I was just having a lot of guilt about that and I was talking to my mom about it and she talked about how she actually a few of her friends have had children get married recently and apparently all her friends also felt that exact same feeling after their kids got married so uh, that kind of made me feel a little better. Like everyone who has ever had a wedding that's more than a dozen people has probably felt like there were certain people who they didn't spend enough time with. And hopefully every guest of every wedding knows that there's no way that the host can possibly spend time with everyone, which I think they know. So I don't know. I, I eventually felt good about that, but I, there were a couple weeks including during the honeymoon where I was just thinking about that and feeling guilty. And I guess that's common, but yeah, I think that that's normal. Um, the other thing that I was worried about, I, I don't think I was worried. I was just not looking forward to was talking to so many people. Um, and I talked about how I'm an introvert and it just how the, the amount of energy that that takes is a lot for an introvert. So it really like wears you down and I was not wrong to be not looking forward to that. I, on, by the time Sunday night came around after everything was said and done, I was literally exhausted. Like when, you know, when you hear about a celebrity like Lindsay Lohan, who had to go to the hospital for exhaustion, I always thought that was such BS, but I was sick. I couldn't move. I had a fever. I literally was had completely exhausted myself because I never gave myself any downtime. There was just no chance for it. And I think that that's something that I actually want to make a point just to really say because it kind of goes to knowing yourself. And I know that when you're planning a wedding, you want to do all the things that are traditional, especially if it's kind of, you know, a larger wedding with a larger party. And we did all those things where, you know, people came into town on Thursday and we wanted to hang out with them because we didn't get to see them very often. And so we wanted to go out and do something. So we did something on Thursday. And then Friday, I spent the whole morning with my bridesmaids, which was great. And then had to rush around and sort of get ready for the rehearsal. And then the rehearsal dinner where we spent having lots of conversations with people. And then we went out afterwards and had even more conversations and good times with people. And then obviously all day Saturday, which was the wedding day, it's just a constant, um, just a constant thing where you're talking to a million people and having so much to do. And then we had a brunch on Sunday. So it's just, the point is that it is so much. And if you're somebody who's like me and you know that you're introverted or you know that you're shy or you know that you just don't enjoy necessarily being that social or, or having that much packed into a short amount of time, 
I that's I, I wish that we had maybe just thought that through, at least for me. I know that you're not like that at all, so it was not a problem for you. But for me, I wish that I had had more downtime. I wish that I had planned it in because I literally made myself sick um, doing so much and talking to people. It just is not, I just can't do it. Did you not see that coming too? Because you really, some of the things that you're outlining were things that you yourself planned. In particular, Friday afternoon on Friday morning. I mean, what I guess what I'm saying is, is there anything that you could have done differently to create more downtime? Or were all of those things that happened sort of almost unavoidable because those are just things that were part of the weekend and you couldn't really get around doing them? Do you know what I mean? I think- like how much of that... How much was it in your control to work in downtime for yourself? Well, I mean, I think that the thing that you're saying I could have cut out was one of the things that I wanted to do the most. And that that was, in a way, almost more like downtime than being social. That was with being with some of my closest friends and my mom. Mm-hmm. And it, that was not a big deal for me. I mean, all we did was go get our nails done. It's not like that was, you know, crazy hard work. Mm-hmm. But maybe I didn't need to do the thing on Thursday where we went out and hung out with people, and maybe I didn't need to go out after the rehearsal dinner. Maybe I should have just gone home and gone to bed. And even though I feel like, and I think a, a lot of people would feel a bit of FOMO and have this fear of missing out to do that, maybe that's just something that you have to accept, and I should have thought through and said, you know, I'm going to feel a thousand times better tomorrow and be ready to tackle this gigantic day if I go home and really give myself the proper rest that I need. And I didn't do that. Mm. So I wish that I had. So I don't think that it's, I think you have to just determine what you can and can't do. I mean, I think we'll talk about this more in just a minute, but there were a lot of things that became just obligatory during this wedding, especially, um, I think for me. And so there are certain things that we could have cut out, but you know, we couldn't cut, I couldn't not be at the rehearsal dinner. Couldn't not be at the wedding. (laughs) Right. Well, and in a lot of ways, it's easier said than done to take yourself out of parts of the weekend. Yes, in theory, would it, you know, given how busy Friday and Saturday were, in theory, it would have been nice to be able to just have a relaxing night Thursday night. But in reality, there were friends and family in town. And so what are we going to do? You know, like, obviously, there's going to be some, like, Hey, what are you doing? What are we doing? What if we go to this restaurant? You know, like even if we hadn't planned the the thing we did, which was really fun, which was to sing karaoke together. Um, I don't know, like like how could we have avoided that? Like there's there are so many aspects of the weekend that um, you know I think were in in the end out of our control to some to some extent. You know. Well, I think it goes to determining what kind of wedding you want to have. And I think we had this conversation early on and we kind of made a compromise. And what we ended up having having was kind of a more social wedding, inviting more people. Um, number one, because I think it was important to you, obviously. That was the hugest reason. And number two, because um, it was important to my family and I think your family too. That was something that is less important to me, and I think um, in retrospect, if I could do it again, I would choose to have a much smaller wedding. I feel like I ended up having a lot of anxiety around the day because 
like I said, I had to go to all the things and it, and it kind of actually made me in a weird way feel sort of stuck. Like I almost like claustrophobic. Like I knew I had to go to all these things and there was no way I could take any downtime for myself. I actually felt pretty sick the morning of Saturday, Saturday morning before the wedding, which, um, made me just want to lay in bed and you can't lay in bed on your wedding day. You have to go to your wedding. So it caused me to have a lot of anxiety and I mean, I think this was not everyone necessarily who's an introvert, let's say, is going to have anxiety, but this is my personality. It's something that would happen to me and is more likely to happen to me. So I don't know. I think that anyway, the point is that we chose to have it this way with all of the events, with the sort of more party atmosphere and, you know, a lot of friends and family there. And because we made that decision together and kind of compromised in that way, I don't think that there's anything we could have done based on those larger decisions. Yeah, you know, I've said this to you already. Once we made the decision to have the size wedding that we had, everything flowed from that. And there there was really very little that we could realistically do to avoid the fact that there were going to be that many people there, you know? And we talked about, at one point, having a smaller ceremony, not inviting everyone to the ceremony, and I think that eventually we came to the realization that the weekend would have been different if we if we had a smaller ceremony and people would have felt less included, and, you know, so that were, there were kind of some pretty significant downsides to that, so... But I do want to say that, you know, in retrospect... And you knew that this was something that I would have preferred to have less people at the ceremony. I think in retrospect, even though it would have been different and people would not have felt included, I think that's something where, you know, if somebody else is planning their wedding and they come across a similar situation, they just need to consider whether or not it's important to make other people happy or make themselves happy. And in this particular circumstance, we decided it would be better and we didn't want people to feel not included. And so we kind of put aside what would have been my preference um, in order to sort of make everyone feel included. And and also it's something that you wanted again, not to make this sound like Ryan had this whole wedding that he wanted and I just got shit. As you keep saying, you keep saying it was a compromise, but you're also not making it clear like what the things are that I compromised on. Well, I think there are some... I don't know. What did you compromise? Yeah, see, it's like you literally don't know. So, I mean, there were lots of aspects of the wedding that you wanted that we made sure to do. Like the venue was something that I really wanted. Yeah, the venue, having the ceremony outside, um, spending, you know, a lot of budgetary things that were related to the look and feel of the reception that were not very important to me, but that were extremely important to you. So... I mean, there were, you know, there were, there were a lot of things I feel like that, you know, for me, it was the size of the party and having a band and, you know, that kind of thing. And, and you, you know, I don't know. I, but I will say, so besides having the ceremony outside, actually a lot of those things that I decided that I really wanted did come from like that was post deciding we were having X number of people and a certain type of wedding. If we had had a small, sort of more intimate ceremony and then maybe just gone to dinner, you know, I wouldn't have needed to pick a venue even necessarily or 
have all mm-hmm. of this decoration. So some of that came from determining we're having this type of wedding and therefore we need X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you didn't compromise. I'm just kind of pointing it out that... Well, and I just don't see how we could have possibly had a wedding that was smaller. You know, I mean, it just would have been so different and... Yeah, but we could and, have done it. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously it would have been possible, but... You know, there's so many people that our families wanted to have there. There were so many people that we wanted to have there. You know, I to me, like, it couldn't have gone any other way. Yeah, I, <laughs> I disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I don't know. It's an interesting thing because I know that I am kind of more on the side of, or in other words, I know that I am... Not the typical bride. So most brides, I think, love their wedding day and everything about it. And I had kind of a hard time with mine. And I think that that's totally okay. It's not like that makes me wrong. And it doesn't mean that it makes you wrong for wanting to have this sort of larger wedding. It just, that's who I am. And I think it's worth considering. And I think um, it's worth considering and obviously talking about with your partner, whoever you're getting married to. Like if, if that's something that you're willing to kind of go through and go through the motions of that and still come out and, and decide that, you know, you want to take that on, even if it's something that maybe wouldn't be your first choice or just based on your personality, what you would do. Because I think what's interesting for us is that a lot of people who tend to do the smaller wedding, I feel like it's more of a joint decision. I mean, we talked to some couples who had small ceremonies or planned it in a month. And so there was just their family there or, you know, we even talked to a couple who did 12 ceremonies, and but they, they both really seemed to want those things. And I think you and I actually kind of were never going to be on the same page about exactly the type of wedding we both wanted. So we both had to make some choices. And I think it was, for me personally, it was easier to say, I am going to kind of not get exactly this sort of small intimate wedding that maybe would be my first choice, but I'm doing that because so many more people will be happy if we have a larger wedding. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes to the bigger lesson that we learned here, which is, you know, you there's so many pitfalls that people who have gotten married in, you know, as we learn, not only American society, but I think particularly, particularly American society today will fall into where, you know, it becomes less about you and more about other people, or you get kind of obsessed with things that end up not mattering on the day. And as much as we knew about all of that, it was impossible to avoid. And I don't know how we'd change. Like, it would be nice if we could change this culture around marriage and weddings and make there be less expectations around the process and make it more, um, you know, make people kind of more open to people doing things differently and not have people feel so hurt if a bride and groom choose to do something differently. Like, But I want to say, having said all of this, I 100% understand why people want to be a part of the wedding. They want to celebrate with you because they love you. And that's why they wanted to come to the ceremony and why they'd be hurt if they didn't come. I completely get it, and that's part of the reason we decided to invite everyone to the ceremony and throw this big party. So I'm not saying that it's wrong, and I don't even think you're saying that. I think some of the pressures on it can be tough 
but I understand why people want to be with you on your day. I just am so, such a, the type of person where I'd be so happy to have like five people around me and would be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's actually not the norm. Yeah. And like I straight up wouldn't be happy with that. Right. And neither so, would our families. So even though it wasn't my 100% ideal wedding day and I was feeling anxiety and I was feeling sick and a hundred other things, um, there were totally still some awesome points to the day and it's not like I was just miserable or all day or something. I don't want people to think that that was the case. So one of, I think my favorite part actually, well, getting married to you was cool, but the, but I think <laughs> better than that was... Uh, better than that? There's going to be something better than that? Well, I, this was really fun. So Ryan, Ryan is not an introvert. Ryan is a complete extrovert and he's very outgoing and... You um, rapped in front of everyone with our band. You rapped Can't Hold Us by Macklemore, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. Which was pretty epic, frankly. And it was really fun. And I think that that was one of my favorite moments because I knew how excited you were to do that. And you did an awesome job. And it was really fun. And everyone was so excited to see you doing that. And the, the feeling and the vibe of that moment was so cool so I think that was one of the best moments yeah it was like I was doing karaoke except in front of a full ensemble of professional musicians and there's pretty much no scenario in my life when that will ever happen again so that was pretty cool I think that was your favorite moment too well marrying you was pretty great plus the band was uh pretty memorable and the food was great and we'll link to the band in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. London Bridge. They were incredible. So if you had to do the whole planning process again, would you do anything differently? Hmm. I would take maximum of eight months to plan it. Yeah. It was way too long. 16 months was absolutely too long. There's yeah. no question about that. It was dragging on and on to the point where we started hating it. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just way too long. It was too much time. That would be like my number one thing that I would change. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I totally agree. I mean, who knows? Maybe we could have booked that venue a year in advance instead of 15 months in advance and we would have gotten it. But for all we know, that date would have been booked and then that would have been an issue, you know? Yeah. I also probably wouldn't add recording a podcast onto my plate while planning <laughs> a wedding. Yeah. That, this, although it's been really great to interview people and it's been a really interesting ride, I think that just added so much more stress than we ever needed well, during that time. Well, not stress, but work. Just like another thing yeah, to do. We did not true. need another, another thing to do. Yeah, that's was, for sure. Um, doing a podcast is a little bit of work. Yeah. I, I mean, the one thing that I wouldn't change would be all of our vendors. I had a lot of frienders going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved all of my vendors. They were huge. The other thing is, like, the amount of stress that I could have felt, I should say, on Saturday especially, was so much less. Oh, wait. I said that wrong. The amount of stress I could have felt felt would have been more. Yeah. Could have been so much more um, if it wasn't for... Alexa, who was my month of coordinator. Long Isle events. What, what? I will link to her in the show notes. She was huge. There was a problem. 
Um, we didn't mention this yet. There was a problem with our pies. We did pie instead of cake. And this is one of those things where, you know, it's it messes up. There's nothing you can do about it. It's the day of whatever. They didn't make our pies at all. So she was dealing with everything, though. We had no idea. She came to us after the problem had basically been solved and said, hey, you know, they didn't make your pies, but we've got all these pies now that they had, and it's as close as possible to the order. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. But I just want to let you know. I mean, if I had to deal with that or my mom had to deal with that, it just really, like, that could completely, I think, ruin your day. And if you're already <laughs> stressed out like me, you don't need that on top of everything else. So Well, and there were so many other things that she did, like, for example, knowing how to organize and run a wedding rehearsal, like a rehearsal of a ceremony. You know, we had a officiant who had done one wedding before that, and none of us knew what we were doing. So just having someone in charge of that was huge. Just so many things. And she's I mean, an it awesome was, person. It was like more worth it than pretty much anything else we spent our money on was just having, you know, so having someone who could handle logistics at the moment when that was all coming to a head, when there were 10 different moving parts. Yeah, so that was huge. So that's something I wouldn't change at all. 10 probably an understatement, frankly. There were a lot of things going on in the morning that she really helped handle. And she got you to the ceremony on time, which lost me money on our bet, but that's neither here nor there. So I want to kind of end by saying a giant thank you to all the people that let us interview them. We had some awesome couples um, who had or who were doing some really cool, untraditional stuff and also had a lot of great advice to impart. I think one of the things we learned is that no matter what people tell you and any advice that they give you, though, it's still going to be your day. You're kind of going to go through it in your own way. And even though it is helpful to hear bits and pieces of advice from people, it's going to be your own process and you're going to kind of have to figure it out as you go. I wholeheartedly second all those thanks. I appreciate everyone who helped us make this happen. I appreciate all of you for listening, including um, our friends and family and also those of you who don't know us but who found us through whatever way you found us. Um, my hope is that you've learned something from this that you know helps you at least manage the incredible stress of this process and makes it a little bit easier knowing that you're not alone and going through it. Yes. And you know and you're really not alone. I, we've had a few people reach out to us via email. And we love that. So if you ever feel like you have a question or you just want to say, hey, I hear you or you hear me or you're saying things that, you know, whatever, send us an email. The thesis of this entire podcast has to come down to the fact that this shit is really hard. It's really hard. And there's nothing that you can do to get around it. You just got to go through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people may or may not have listened to the outtakes of our last mini-sode, the pre-wedding podcast, but Callie and I were so focused on excitement and worries at that point that we forgot one very important thing, which was being excited to be married to each other. And uh, and that's the most you know, important part. It's like the super cliche thing that everyone told us, and we still forgot. And that's the best part about the wedding, is that then you're married when you're done. Mm-hmm. The final thing I want to say as we fade out into this awesome song is a giant thank you to Needlepoints 
for doing our intro and outro music. They are amazing, so you should go check them out. They're currently on tour. See if they're coming to a city near you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. I guess would be the technical term. You're a writer. <laughs> I'm judging you. Um, I was thinking like unblemished, but then it went with, went with unwet for some reason. Anyway, let's move on quickly. <laughs>